0: Good afternoon my brothers and sisters in the faith and good afternoon to those in the world that are not of the faith of Christ. So I'm going to call this episode A Bitter Truth and the reason why I'm doing it is something the Lord has spoken to me about in the last 24 hours. So being an Englishman you could say being a former man of this land because being a child of God a child of Jesus. Um, you're taken from this kingdom that you were once in, you were lost in, which is my country, England, and taken into God's kingdom as a child of the most high. And this applies to every brother and sister in the faith. You're taken from what you used to be in, into God's kingdom. As the Bible says in the New Testament, you are from the world, but you're not of the world anymore. Meaning you don't think and act and behave as they do in the world anymore. You think, act and behave like a Christian does. It's hard because you you live in flesh that's fallen And now I'm separating the spirit from the flesh. We live in bodies, we've got these physical bodies that are fallen that go back to the ground because they're corrupted. And our spirits go back to the Father because we've been adopted into that kingdom through the blood of Jesus. And if you're not through the blood of Jesus and you don't belong to him, your spirit, when you die, goes to hell, to a prison. So the Lord has spoken to me about current events with the UK right now. And because I live in the UK, I'm talking about that. I'm not particularly interested in America. In other countries around the world, even though it's happening over there, the migration thing in the UK is overtaking everything, and the UK is now putting aside sixteen thousand homes for migrants. When sixteen thousand homes could be given to people that are from this land, that are struggling to live, families that need that, that are from this land, that are born in this land, right? There is something morally wrong with that. These people shouldn't be here. They have no right to be here. And the statistics will show you that 90% of them won't even get jobs. They're just gonna sponge off the system. Now, Lord has reminded me, Steve, this has to come to pass. This is all part of the judgment that I've told you. This is what he told me in the spirit over the last two years. He told me two years ago, the UK would be an Islamic state within 10 years, right? And the more I see a little bit of social media, the more they're making an impact now in government, in politics, everything. Now, they're talking about banning Islamic protests. Yeah, they may do so, but that won't change what's happening behind the scenes. The Prime Minister of our country's weak. He's useless. The Labour leader, useless. But these are all people that God has allowed to come in because we've rejected Christian values after the 1950s. Before the 1950s, this country was a Christian nation and it had a powerful empire that conquered the four corners of the planet via the Navy, right? But because back in the 1940s, the UK government betrayed the Jewish people and the Lord took his hand off this nation. And that's when, from the 1950s, everything started going downhill. The pagan gods started pouring in, people's freedoms went through the roof, as in doing what they want in pornography, in all sorts of filth, You know, the book of 2 Timothy 3 3 talks about what people will be like in the end times. Just read the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. Just Google it and read what it says. This is what people are like in the end times. So the Lord has said to me, Steve, countless times, Steve, this has got to happen. Because my flesh, my patriotic flesh as an Englishman, is getting annoyed by the influx of migrants, these immigrants that are taking over, same thing. You know, the the Islamic side of it is taking over the country, forcing their ideas and idolatry on people, you know, telling them if they don't submit, they're going to get beaten and um, attacked in the street. They openly admit this on social media and they're doing this in Europe right now. They've made it clear we wanted to overtake Europe and we've done it. We've done it in France. We've done it in Germany. Right. You just can't make this up. But the Lord has said to me, Steve, this is going to happen. Because Europe, like the UK and America, have rejected my Christian values, rejected me as a living God. Because every nation in history and now that's Christian-based is blessed, is organized, is disciplined, is full of love and peace and prospering in every sense. Because after Jesus, the Christians took over because Christians, actually follow, Christians are the ones that follow the true Messiah. They're the ones that follow the true living God. The Jews right now, as in the Jews that don't believe in the Messiah right? Because a Messianic Jew is someone who believes in Jesus. A typical Orthodox Jew that comes under the Torah law, right now they're having a war with Palestinians and potentially other neighbouring countries because they're going against God. And it's going to get horribly bad for all of that around that area. But what I want to focus on is my country, the UK. And me as a man of God, I have to fight this in the spirit and pray about it and ask the law for protection because The Lord has said, Steve, these migrants are not as bad as your own people. Because your own British native people, English, Scottish, Welsh, Irish, right, none of them have any principles or values anymore. I've just got off the phone to uh, someone on a a website to get rid of some furniture. And this person has no values and no standards. And they use this, this saying that I've heard countless times first come, first serve. Because I told them that two other people have inquired about this furniture. I'll first come, first serve. In other words, what they're saying is I'm not really bothered. right? I'll just come and get it when I want. No, that's not how you organize yourself. You're messing people around. That person's now been blocked because I'm not going to waste my time. But the point is, the Lord reminds me all the time, Steve, the people in the UK don't have any value, values or principles anymore. They don't. And I'm constantly reminded of this. People don't have standards anymore. Right? They just do what they want, when they want. They treat people how they want, when they want. They expect to get respect, but they're not prepared to give it back. And it's all on their turf. It doesn't wash them with things like that. But so the Lord says, Steve, do not get involved with this Islamic influence in the UK now. Islam is going to take over. Right? And people's conservative political rights, whatever they call it, um, what's it? We... Um, That's what I'm looking for. The freedoms that we have in the UK, they're going to be demolished within 10 years because these people are going to take over. We're moving already into this territorial system where the government are just going to control your life. And they're doing this right now. Um, There's an observation where if you look at the UK roads around the country, they're starting to disappear from 70 to 60. Yes, because of the amount of traffic on the road. I understand that. But then it will go from 60 to 50 and then 50 to 40 because they want to control you. They're doing this now. This is why they want to cash the system in the the future, so they can control every aspect of your life. They're slowly bringing these things in to control you. They're bombarding working-class people with taxes that they can't pay. For example, they say, oh, because of the war, all the electric and gas has gone up. And it's got nothing to do with that. That's such another excuse. After the beginning of the Ukraine war, um, we used to pay 16p per kilowatt of electric. Now it's up to 40p plus. How can you justify that? Because they don't care. All they care about the money is the money. You've got people in government that are globalists that are running the government. This is disastrous for the working class people because all they care about is money. They don't care about you and me. They're not interested. So my Lord has to remind me, listen to me. I will take care of your life, which he has, every step of the way. I will give you what you need, which he has, every step of the way. Right. Do not get involved in the politics of this country, because what has got to come to pass is going to come to pass. And he's allowing a necessary evil, which is Islam through Satan, to come into this country and dominate the scene. To bring order to chaos, as in chaos to order, in a sense, because even though Islam is complete and utter pagan and all about control, because every Islamic country is in some form of destruction and turmoil because it's pagan and run by Satan. There was a guy that was online. He was an Arab from Arab Arab Emirates, I believe it is. He fled that country because of Sharia law, right? He, he did not want to be told what to do anymore and controlled the way that they want to control you in these countries that come under Islamic law, Sharia law. He came to the UK because it's a di- uh, di- diplomatic, um, um, what's the right word to use? I can't think of it. A society where you can voice your opinions and your views and you get on with other people. And he says, I have the freedoms here to live my life how I want to live it. But the muslims are coming over here they're literally telling people this is how it's going to be if you don't submit we're going to attack you and they're saying that and, then, and he just says look if you don't like it here disappear he says another word i'm not going to repeat but he basically says if you don't like it and he's an arab talking to arabs an ex-muslim talking to muslims if you don't like it in this country the uk where you have the freedom to say what you want to say you have the freedom to do what you want when you want if you don't like it get out and that's exactly what i would say to these people Get out. You know where Gatwick is in Heathrow, off you go. I don't care for your opinion. Don't come over here telling us what to do. But then my Lord Jesus reminds me, Steve, listen, don't get involved. Do the work I've asked you to do as an evangelist, which is a calling within the faith, like a pastor, teacher, and so on. Do your calling and then you're coming home. So I'm gonna mention this now. About three years ago, I was in military accommodation for veterans. Um, and I was watching something, I burst into tears about it, I was quite emotional, and I said to my Lord, I want to know when I'm coming home to be with you. Now, the Lord says in the the New Testament, if you ask, it will be given to you, if you're not, it will be open to you, in the book of Matthew. That night in my dream, a voice said to me, four years, four years he will be home. Now, People say, how can you back this up with scripture? Well, Hezekiah was a king in the Old Testament and the Lord said to him, I will add 15 years to your life. And one pastor said to me, if the Lord can speak to Hezekiah, who's just another man, by the way, yes, was a king. But if the Lord can speak to Hezekiah and say, I'll add 15 years to your life, the Lord can tell you when you're coming home. And because I asked, he gave. And that's where all the faith comes in. And a lot of you Christians don't have faith right? You think, you say you do, but you don't. So I asked and I meant it and he gave me the answer, right? So this time next year, roughly, I'm going home to be with my Lord. My street where I live, they're going to have a massive street party, they'd be so happy, right? Not all of them, some of them maybe. But the point is, I'm going home to be with my Lord. And I said this to someone yesterday and they just, they look at you and they don't understand. But I said to them, I feel like I'm back in the military doing a tour of duty right now, right? And when I get called for R&R, which is Rest and recovery, right? I get to go home to be with my Lord forever. And I can't wait. If I went to sleep tonight and I was taken, I'd be so happy, but I know that I've got to stay here for one more year. And it's really tiresome because I feel mentally and spiritually drained, right? And what do I mean by that? It's not the people or society that's doing that. I just don't want to be here in the UK or in this world anymore. Because I was watching something last night about Russia's history, and I didn't know this until I watched this, and it was a good documentary on PBS America, something like PSB America, and it was just a documentary about the history of Russia, and Stalin was a tyrant. He was the lowest of the low, in my opinion. You look at his history, he was a criminal running Russia, and the millions of people that he killed, his own people, that he starved to build up his economy again. I couldn't believe it i was in shock i didn't realize he was that bad i've been told by russian people he was pretty wicked right but he is a tyrant but this is history repeating itself because what was the one before him um or one after him i can't remember uh, the bald-headed guy with a goatee i can't remember his name most some of you know who he is he was just as bad right now putin who's a current president prime minister of russia He's brought that country up from nothing. And people criticise him, but actually he holds on to Christian values, right? And he's actually brought that country up from nothing. But I don't want to talk about him. The point I want to make is it's history repeating itself. And from the beginning of the fall with man falling at the beginning of Adam and Eve till now, man has conquered man. Mankind, by the way, mankind has conquered mankind, so women and men are just as equally as bad as each other, even though men rule the world and they're partly probably more responsible because men lead. what well, they're supposed to, anyway. So women have to suffer and children have to suffer, and it's naturally built into a woman that there is no wars and suffering because women want to preserve life, and that's what was built into them. Anyway, society is what it is, and if you've noticed in history, You know, when you get these evolution nuts saying that, oh, everything's about evolution. Well, if that's the case, then why is it we went through the First World War, there was over, was it, 100 million dead? Um, The Second World War, 50 million dead, right? We're on the brink of Third World War. So you think we would have learned from them two wars. I mean, the Japanese, two atom bombs, you know, millions were wiped out. Humanity still hasn't learned, has it? And it's never going to learn. It's never going to change. It's always going to be greedy, self centered, destructive, wicked, you name it, and nothing's going to change until my Lord Jesus comes back and corrects it. And this is why it's so important for all of you to get right with Him. Because what separates Jesus, which I've said countless times, from every other God in the world? Well, first of all, God became flesh, Jesus. Jesus went to a cross, died on that cross, shedding the blood, which covers your sin spiritually if you repent of it. So all your sins is. Paid for on that cross. What does that mean? God forgives you, then you walk after Him. So when people say, oh, so you can sin when you want, no, because if you are born again and you are following Jesus, you won't. You're going to make mistakes, but you won't live in it. And it's all about following Him. Now, when He was buried, after three days, He rose from the dead. This is very important. Muhammad, Buddha, Hindu God, never rose from the dead when they died. And the Quran will tell you that Muhammad never rose from the dead. So, there's no atonement for Muslims. There's no atonement for Hindus. There's no atonement for Buddhists. The atonement is to cover the sins, the crimes that you commit against God. Because God is righteous, perfect, and all about love. He's got to punish you for your crimes. It's like if I say to someone, you go to a street somewhere someone, you stab someone to death, or you see someone being stabbed. The person who committed the crime, you expect them to be arrested. You expect them to go before a Crown Court judge. You expect them to be sentenced for the crime they committed. You don't expect them to get away with it right you, you know there's all sorts of crimes out there a woman gets brutally raped you expect the person who done it to be punished right so if that's on earth what do you expect is going to happen to you when you shut your eyes for the last time your soul can't just disappear around the universe and do what it wants because then it will be no different to earth and i want to get out of here i don't want to be around this evil and wickedness anymore it's the stuff i see in the uk amongst my own people the way people treat each other It's disgusting, and I've been to foreign countries where people don't behave like this, and they are classed as third world, they are classed as scum of the earth, they are classed as people that belong in a gutter, and a lot of these are people that are migrants pouring into the UK right now, that's why the Lord has said to me, Steve, don't get involved in this anymore. These migrants are not the problem. The problem are the British people themselves. The British people don't have any values or standards or values anymore. They've rejected Christianity by the way in which once run a massive empire that conquered the world. We don't have that anymore. We're the laughingstock because this country, the people, has turned to paganism, turned to evilness and wickedness. Lying, gossiping, slander, the list goes on. And the corruption within the British government is so corrupt. The Lord has said to me, that it's so corrupt, Steve, the cancer goes so deep into the ground, the only way to get rid of it is to completely destroy it. It will never change. Look at the Prime Minister right now in the UK in 2024. Look how corrupt this guy is. He's got no backbone, no spine. The last person that had a spine in the UK as a prime minister was in the 40s, which was Winston Churchill. He was the last person with Enoch Powell, the last two that had a spine. The last two that actually were men that could take charge and deal with things. He wasn't perfect, but he helped us get out of the Second World War, by the way, by the Christian God Jesus. Jesus got us through that war because we were a Christian nation. When it was all going wrong, people would be praying in the churches, turning to God. You know, I was told this, which was interesting. The Germans did a bombing raid on London and they had a certain amount of targets and they openly admitted this. And this was mentioned to me quite a few times by different people. So you could probably look this up online. They had a bombing raid on this particular area and they wanted to flatten this Catholic church. And this is why the Lord said to me when I first got saved, do not condemn the Catholic church. There are those that love me. I know I did a podcast a while back, um, two weeks ago back, about the Catholics. But look at that within context, and you know what I mean. So they bombed this whole area, but not one bomb touched this church. Literally everything around it was flattened. And they said in their bombing lines, that church was a target. But not one bomb touched it. Nothing touched the windows. Nothing was touched because it's God's house. This belongs to him there were people in there hundreds and hundreds of people not one person was injured because you belong to the most high he will protect you now the catholic church isn't perfect even though the catholic church is becoming an abomination and this jesus did warn about this in the new testament that pope francis has now approved about gay marriages this is an abomination to god god loves the person but the act is sinful right and anyone who's a practicing homosexual bisexual whatever and you die in that you've got to hell you're not a Christian, game over, now the Pope, he is not a Christian, he's not following God, the Lord has told me that, he is heading to hell as we speak, right, homosexuality in the eyes of the living God is an abomination, that's it, I'm not saying that, Joe Bloggs down the street is not saying that, I'm proclaiming what the Christian Bible says, and I can back it up with scripture left, right and centre homosexuality it says in the book of leviticus several times in the old testament and in the new testament the book of romans that a man laying with a man a man laying with a man is an abomination to god an abomination is a top spot go to proverbs 6 verse 16 to 19 there are six things that god hates number seven is an abomination abomination is beyond god's hate right it's so wicked it's pure evil now the person that's involved in that and i know people that are gay and when i was in the world before i was a christian i had many attractions in my life as a person one would say bisexual potentially but the point is god forgave me and i've repented of all my sin and the person who's involved in that if they love god and they want to do what's right for him and they want to walk righteously god will help you and get you through that listen as a man, I love men, as in I care about people. So I have friends that I love. doesn't mean I want to have sex with them. The sex part, having with the same sex, is the abomination part. God is not saying you can't love your brothers next to you or love your sisters. But to have sex with them is the fallen part of it. And that's the flesh part of your body that's fallen. That's why God is so merciful. That's why Jesus is so merciful. When I have met homosexuals and they said to me, well, I'm going to hell. And I've gone, why is that? And I've mentioned this before in the previous podcast and I said why is that well the Catholic told me that I'm going to hell because I'm gay well first of all I say don't worry about that Catholic because they're going to be dealt with for judgment God loves you as a person but what you do sexually is an abomination and if you stay in that you're going to hell that's the end of it right but if you repent of it and you ask him for help because he's the only one that can help you he'll forgive you and you move on. And there's lots of testimonies of homosexuals, bisexuals that have come to Jesus that were full on in that and God has shown them the truth and they've moved away from it and realized it's just a fleshly act. Listen, when I was in the world before I was a Christian, right, I was wicked. And I mean wicked, sexually. The ideas that I had going through my mind, sexually with a woman and one or two men, was beyond perverse. And this is me as a man. I'm just being honest, right? I used to belong to an all-male unit in the, in the forces, the Royal Marines. And trust me, you know, when I first joined, the idea of that was disgusting. But as time goes on, you become perverted. This is why God has got so, forgive, so much forgiveness for people. Because a baby is born into the world. The Bible says that all flesh is sinful. A baby is born into the world and it's innocent. So that's why if a baby dies or a child dies, it goes to heaven. But as the baby gets older, it's corrupted by the world, corrupted by social media, corrupted by people's ideas, corrupted by the the legal system, the the corrupt legal system, should I say, corrupted by the, the schooling system that tells you what they want you to learn. And very few people come away with that and think for themselves. So they're control, control, control. That's why God has got so much mercy for you. That's why he wants you to choose. Because he gave you a free will the moment you were born. That's the biggest act of love from him. Free will to choose between right and wrong. If you're wrong and you die, you answer. If you're right if you want the right righteousness and you turn to goodness, he'll, he'll guide you to heaven. That's what he wants. He says in the Old Testament that he desires everyone shall repent and none shall perish. Book of Proverbs. He desires that. But he gives you the choice to choose. And if you choose what's wicked to him, you will answer for it. I'm not the one making the rules up. This is what I'm proclaiming in the Holy Bible. I tell you now, for you pro-Muslims out there, do you know what Muslims do to people that are homosexual? Because Christians are totally tolerant of it, right? Because God loves you and I love you, right? But Islam, if you're a homosexual, they will chop your head off. If you're homosexual in an Islamic country, they throw you off a building or chop your bollocks off or worse to a woman. That's how severe it gets. This is why these politician, Palestinian supporters don't have a clue of what's really going on. You see these transgenders and all these women and all these men that are gay, pa- pro-Palestine, free Palestine. Do you realise Palestine is a Muslim state? Do you realise what Muslims do to you people? They chop your heads off, they torture you, throw you off buildings. That's what's coming to this country. The freedoms that all of you take for granted are going to be squashed these people are radicals and they're going to take over christianity doesn't do that christianity doesn't go up to a true born again believer like me does not go up to a homosexual and say you're going to burn in hell ha 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 no i speak to the person and say god loves you as a person but what you do is an abomination like when people lie and gossip and slander and murder and steal these people god hates the sin that you commit but he's willing to forgive. That's why when I see a, gr- drug, a drug addict or an alcoholic, someone suffering with alcoholism because of PTSD being a soldier and they're committing crime, God loves the person. He's prepared to forgive you. If, you. if you choose to repent, you don't have to. And if you don't, you're going to answer. It's as simple as that. The problem is, you've got people in Christ now, right, that literally dish out orders. And they take the scriptures completely out of context. And it's as simple as that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get all the scriptures for you now. Regarding homosexuality in the Bible. So you can read this up yourself. right, And make your own decisions. Bear with me. Right, so I've got all the scriptures here. Bible verses about homosexuality. So remember, the true living God of the New Testament is talking here now. Now, in John one. 1 It says, in the beginning was the Word, it was with God, the Word was God. Jesus is the whole Bible. That is God, right, from the beginning to the end. And the scriptures I'm going to give you now are in the Old Testament as much as the New Testament, right? And you can take this yourself and read up what the scriptures are saying. So you can say to me, well, Steve, I disagree with you. That's fine. This is what God is saying about it. So the first one is in Genesis. Get a pen and paper. Genesis nineteen verses one to eleven. That's Genesis nineteen verses one to eleven. The second one down is Leviticus eighteen twenty-two. Leviticus eighteen verses twenty-two. The next one is Leviticus twenty verse thirteen. Leviticus twenty verse thirteen. The next one is Judges nineteen verses sixteen to twenty-four. Judges nineteen. Verses 16 to 24. That's the old testament. Goes again in the old testament. One Kings chapter 14 verse 24. 1 Kings chapter 14 verse 24. 1 Kings 15 verse 12. 1 Kings 15 verse 12. 2 Kings 23 verse 7. 2 Kings 23 verse 7 and then it moves on to the new testament which is romans 1 verses 18 to 32 romans 1 verses 18 to 32 1 corinthians 6 verse 19 to 11 sorry 1 corinthians 6 verse 9 to 11 1 corinthians 6 verse 9 to 11, 1 Timothy 1, verses 8 to 10, 1 Timothy 1, verses 8 to 10, and then Jude 7, the book of Jude chapter 7. Yeah, that's the end of that. And when you read it in context, it's very direct stuff, and a lot of people won't talk about this, but it's the truth. God loves the person, that's the end of it, and that will never change. Right? He loves the person and his wife. He, when you think about what he did, he, God became flesh. Jesus in the heavens with his Father and the Spirit came down. Because Jesus and the Spirit and the Father were there in the beginning in Genesis 2. When the Father said, let's make them in our image. Who's the Father talking to? He's talking to his Son and the Holy Spirit. Right, They're there in the beginning throughout the whole Bible. But God is so merciful, God is prepared to forgive if you ask for it. I'm wondering myself why I've been pulled into this to talk about this, but the spirit that comes through me and brings it out, what needs to be spoken about. And because I've got all them Bible verses, you can't come against me. This is what the Holy Bible says. And like I said, the Lord cares about the individual, right? But you have a choice to repent from your sin. And homosexuality is just one part of it. You've got lying, gossiping, slander, blaspheming, thief, theft, murder, the list goes on. And all of these need to be repented of. And if you come before God and repent of it, he'll forgive you and then you picture in your head the the happiest time in your life that's what heaven's going to be like but a million times better and that's what heaven is no more sin no more wickedness no more sadness no more two-faced people no more wars no more suffering no more famine the list goes on you can't begin to comprehend this planet after watching that documentary last night i was disgusted and Stalin was an evil evil person just on the same levels as um hitler at the end of the day, it's just the fall of mankind. And this is what mankind is doing right now to each other. People in Ukraine suffering. People around the world suffering. right? All at the hands of wicked, disgusting people in charge of governments that are not fit to run a burger van. That's the end of it. So the Lord has said to me, don't get involved in the influx of migrants in the UK. Because they're going to change the society. Because the society is evil and it wants evil and it wants to walk with evil. So then you're going to get evil, aren't you? It's as simple as that. It's the same with America. Trump wants to bring America back again. He's not going to. And I've always been told that. That's the end of it. America had their chance. They want evil, they're going to get it. Now, I don't particularly care about America as a country. I care about the UK and the people of it. And I'll just do my calling. And when I'm finished, I'll get to go home and I can't wait. And there'll be a lot of people happy about that, that I'm going to go home. (laughs) Um, But that's just the way it is. And I'll be happy. So I really hope that people who listen to this just wait up. That you know, Like I said, I've touched on homosexuality, which is homosexuality, bisexuality, and all that stuff. And I've been honest with you about me and other people. Right? The thing is, sometimes I talk, and the spirit just comes out with what, I want to, what the spirit wants me to talk about. Okay? It's directed at someone or some people. The bottom line is this. Listen right this uk used to be a powerful empire we conquered the four planets we were blessed we were prospering everything yes the government didn't treat the people right once again but the point is when it was christian it wasn't perfect but it was christian based now we're pagan based look at the state of this country the, the british armed forces is a joke it's a laughing stock the stuff that's going on there it's just laughing stock putin in russia must be kidding himself laughing right there is no threat there whatsoever We're not even important anymore. Same with America. It's losing its power because of its paganism. And the up-and-coming countries which are evil, China, look at the history. The Babylonians, they weren't Jews. They weren't Christian. The Persians, they were Muslim. They weren't Christian. And look what God did. He used them, actually. No, sorry, I'm wrong. The Persians at the time were not Muslim. Muslims came 600 years after Christ's death on the cross, and the Persians were way before that, and the Babylonians. So no, I'm wrong there. Apologize for that. Um... The Persians were primarily just pagan and and into other pagan gods, and you can see that throughout history. The point I want to make is, I'm just being honest about what the Lord has spoken to me, and it's like a warning to all of you. What you see going on in the UK right now is going to get very bad for its own native people. The government giving housing to people that shouldn't even be here and pushing aside the local people, it says everything. That's just the beginning. The crime rates are going up. Knife crimes in the UK have gone through the roof. There's no law and order anymore. This is just the beginning. You know, and people are turning a blind eye to it because the law has said to me, because people have too much to lose now. Back in the 80s, people had just enough money to put bread on the table. They had nothing to lose if they fought and stood up for themselves. People don't stand up anymore because they've got too much to lose. They've got cars on finances, mortgages. They've got this. They've got that. Stuff the government can take away from you. Because people don't have pride anymore. That's one thing that you the Russians have over the Western nations is pride. The people have pride. People in the UK and America don't have pride anymore. There's nothing prided. Why would soldiers want to fight for a country that despises its own, right? Sees its own people trod on and migrants get all the benefits. Why would you fight for a nation like that? The Russians have pride. They put their people first. That's why they're superior. <coughs> and the Chinese. Pride again in their nation, North Korea, pride in their, yeah, I mean, North Korea is a bit of a joke in a sense, but they're very dangerous people because they don't have anything to lose. A a nation that doesn't have anything to lose. These three nations don't have anything to lose. And Russians do a bit, but the point is they would fight for their homeland. And that's what you saw in that documentary that the people fought for the man next to them. They fought for the village, they fought for their families. They didn't care about Stalin. Stalin was wicked, but the point was, this is what happens, this country hasn't got that anymore. And that's why I'm asking all you brothers and sisters out there, don't get pulled in to social media. Don't listen to it. Just focus on your roles as an evangelist, teachers, preachers, whatever you've been called to in Ephesians 4, verses 11 to 12. It talks about if you've been called to these roles, that you have to be called to them roles. And just fulfill your ministry and you'll go home. For you lost out there that have listened to this, listen, this is just the beginning of what you see on social media. The hypocrisies of going in the government right now, they don't care about you. And things are going to get very bad. And things ahead of us are going to be very bad, especially at the end of this year, going on to next year. Things are going to get very bad. And this is why you need to turn to a living God who can support you and your family, take care of you, give that reassurance that if anything happens to you, you're protected. Because right now you're outside of Christ, you don't. You rely on your own initiatives. You rely on your own uh, ideas, right? Everything's going to be okay. I've got a, I've got a pagan god in me. I was, Buddha, he'll take care of me. No, he won't. He's owned by Satan. And Satan's just laughing at you, using you. So please, I ask you to just listen to what's being said. I'm an evangelist. My job is to proclaim the gospel of truth, the love of God, and also God's judgment and wrath, and what he's going to do. That's my calling as an evangelist, and that's never going to stop. I honestly do care and love people. And if you think my directness and certainness is not love, it is. Because I come from a generation where I'd rather be told to my face if I'm right and wrong than have people beat around the bush and be two-faced about things. People today, just right. I've seen it, I had it yesterday. They'll tell you to your face that they like you. They'll tell you to your face that, oh, this is how it is. But behind the scenes, they're lying. I can't stand people like this. I'd rather you just say it to my face straight as I will say it to your face straight because we now live in this soy boy, softy society where everyone gets offended. There was a comedian that made a joke about this. I won't go into full detail, but he basically said, well, you know, God made us in his image and God is up there in the heavens. You know, he's making us survive uh, wars. He's surviving the um, 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 cold weather. He will survive all these things. And then at the end, he makes joke where one day we're going to get offended by words and we're going to get upset about it. And everyone bursts out laughing. The point was, that's how pathetic this society's become. There's no men anymore. There's no ladies anymore. It's a mixture of disgusting, two-faced, dishonest people that call themselves human beings and most of them are not. Have you ever asked yourself why people prefer animals over humans? I've heard it countless times. And don't you think to yourself how bad that is... ...for someone to think that they prefer an animal over a human... ...when the human is made in the image of the living God... ...an animal is made by God. So the human is superior. Why do you think people think like that? Because they've been treated so bad in their life. Why are humans so bad to each other? Because of the fall. I've heard of a, a woman recently... That used to live not not on my street, but around the corner, and I met her a couple of times. She lived opposite my friend, and she seemed pretty decent. And her partner was in the army; they were together nine years. And then all of a sudden, she moves out of her house to rent it. This is how I got to know these new people. And she moved down south to Essex with him, for him to tell her, "I don't want to live with you no more. I don't want to be with you." Off you go. Now, where's the standards in his mentality? This is a woman that loves you and cares about you. Right? You've dumped her like literally overnight, probably because he'd met someone else. Because he's got no values and standards where if you went back fifty years ago as a Christian and you did that, you'd be in serious, serious trouble. I mean you're talking fifty years ago, if you cheated on your wife, game over. You cheated on your husband, game over. They would ridicule you and pull you through the streets because it was Christian based, it was wrong. Yes, it was legalistic, it was legalism, and that's what religion does it destroys a faith. I walk with the Lord, but this is why the Lord has said to me, Do not condemn the Catholics. But now the Catholic Church, like I said, has accepted gay marriage, it's fallen, and I've seen that for years. But there are people in there which, by the way, love Jesus, and they do. They will stand by him no matter what. The Pope is just in serious trouble. I would tell a homosexual, bisexual, anyone, God loves you. But the things you're doing are an abomination. Like if someone was stealing, murdering, swearing, blaspheming, it's all going against him. And if you don't repent of it, you're gonna to go to hell. Hell is a prison. You will go before God for judgment. It's game over. You are thrown in the lake of fire. And the best way I can describe what the lake of fire resembles, which I did a podcast on, there's a guy in America He's a RAF, I'm sorry, RAF. He's a US Air Forceman who sets himself on fire. You want to see what hell and suffering is like? Go on Google and type in US Air Forceman set on fire. And you watch this guy set himself on fire. I mean, you're not going to set yourself on fire, but that suffering of him screaming, well, he doesn't scream, he still does what he has to do. The point is that's going to be you for all eternity if you don't repent. It's as simple as that. And don't, by the way, all these devil worshippers in the world, They think that he's going to be king in hell. No, he's not. He's going there to to face a worse punishment than that. Him and the fallen angels are going to hell. That's what hell was made for, was for Satan and the fallen angels that betrayed their own in heaven. Satan betrayed the Father and the Son and the Spirit and was kicked out. All the angels that fell with Satan had a coup. They betrayed their own. They're going to hell to face the same punishment. And that's where you're going because you follow Satan in this evil world. Make a choice. Repent of your sin and you'll get to heaven. Heaven, imagine the most beautiful place on this earth. For me, was Canada. When I went to Canada several times, I went to Vancouver. And when you go into the mountains, it's amazingly beautiful. Complete tranquility and peace. Times that by a million forever. That's what heaven's going to be like. That was the plan at the beginning. Because when you think about it, you know, when people say, well, what's happening now is normal, right? And you've got to go through it. No, I've seen... People die and destroy people's families. When you see, I I remember I heard a story where a man had a wife. He had a successful business. They loved each other. When she died of cancer, it broke him so bad that within months he was on the street as a homeless person. He couldn't handle it. The mental torment of losing the person he loved. And people say that's normal. That's what Buddhism teaches. That what you go through in your life has to happen to you to make you the person you are. And I've said, so a child gets raped. You're telling me that your God allows her to be raped. She has to go through that to make her the person she is. That's how evil Buddhism is. That's how evil Hinduism is. Islam is just as bad. When you go into the in-depthness of Buddhism and Hinduism and you find out their background and where they're from, it's pure satanic. It's evil. Jesus does not promote that. He would A true living God of love would never promote a child to go through that or a man or woman to go through that loss. No. It's people go through that because man at the beginning rejected God and went his own way and pushed God to one side. Those who come to God, he takes care of. Jesus will take care of you, 100%. And if you've suffered mentally or physically, like I know some of the works of women, right, who have suffered at the hand of abusive men, Right? Once again, the fall of man. God will love and cherish you as a person and tell you to forgive. Honestly, when I first got saved, the hatred I had for people in my life, the things that had happened to me, and God told me to forgive them in my heart, which I did. The peace I've got in my life, I don't hate anybody. I come across direct, I don't hate anybody, I love people and I've got great tolerance because the person I was before as a Christian, I had no tolerance. And the people that think they can do what they want around me and take advantage, you wouldn't want to know me before as a Christian. I was a nightmare and I just wouldn't tolerate it. It's as simple as that. I've got tolerance now because I know Jesus is one. Jesus tells me to stand by him, that he's one, And Jesus says in the New Testament, vengeance is mine. In the book of Romans 12, vengeance is mine. So those who come against me and lie and slander and do things to try and upset me, when I go home, I'm with him. When they die, if they don't repent, they're going to face his wrath for coming against his child. That's why I've got so much peace in my life. These people are going to answer. Every person in this world that's corrupt, that commits evil sins, those people out there in the world in governments, they are doing horrendous things to child trafficking in America, the scandals on TV that people ignore, by the way, thousands and millions of kids on child trafficking that are murdered on a daily basis. These people that are behind it are going to answer to my Lord. All of you are going to answer. Not one of you is going to escape. Repent to my Lord Jesus, or you will be put in the fiery furnace, as Jesus talks about in Matthew 13, verse 41 and on. He talks about the fiery furnace and the suffering that people are going to endure. Jesus spoke more in the New Testament about hell than he did about love. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, read it. He spoke double the amount more than he did about love, about hell, because he's trying to warn you, this is where you're going if you don't repent. It's as simple as that. Forget the Pope, forget all these leaders in the world, they're not going to bail you out. You're not with Jesus, you're against him. You don't repent, you're going to hell. End of. Let me pray. Father... I was prompted to do this podcast, Lord, because obviously about sharing my experiences with you, Father, about not getting involved in what's going on here, and we must not. But Father, you've also got me to talk about other stuff that's very deep and intense. And I pray for the people that listen to this, Lord, that they know that you love them, Lord, but you also are a God of justice and honour, and you will deal with those who are wicked in this world, as you say in your new word, Father, in your word. In 1 Timothy 2 and many other chapters in the New Testament, you will deal with all iniquity, and you hate iniquity. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, for everyone out there that listens to this. Please, Father, show them that you love them, that they call out to you, and they ask you, and you show them your love, but also your justice and who you are. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, for their souls to be saved, for them to be in heaven with me, because the consequences that awaits them is so severe. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, I love you, Father, and I love you all in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Bye.